Welcome, dear friends, to this podcast for the fourth Sunday of Lent. As we read, meditate, pray and reflect on this week's Sunday Gospel, we discover how Jesus is alive and at work among us today. My name is Roisin Connell and I'm a member of the St Francis of Assisi community in the Nuri Lexio Centre. As we focus on this passage, please feel free to pause this podcast to reflect or dwell at any point. Take a moment to clear your mind to receive the Word of God into your heart. Our Gospel passage this week is an extract from Luke chapter 15 verses 20 to 32. So he left the place and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms and kissed him tenderly. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf we have fattened and kill it. We are going to have a feast, a celebration, because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the elder son was in the fields and on his way back, as he drew near the house, he could hear music and dancing. Calling one of the servants, he asked what it was all about. Your brother has come, replied the servant, and your father has killed the calf we had fattened because he got him back safe and sound. He was angry then and refused to go in and his father came out to plead with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I have slaved for you and never once disobeyed your orders. Yet you have never offered me so much as a kid for me to celebrate with my friends. But for this son of yours, when he comes back after swallowing up your property, he and his women, you kill the calf we have been fattening. The father said, My son, you are with me always, and all I have is yours. But it is only right that we should celebrate and rejoice because your brother here was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found.
Jesus is making his way towards Jerusalem. The scribes and Pharisees are pulled by his practice of eating and drinking with sinners without any repentance on their part. In response, Jesus tells them a story, sometimes referred to as a parable of the prodigal son. But more truly, it is the parable of the prodigal father whose mercy knows no bounds. One way of entering into this passage is by entering into the experience of the father in the story. Can you remember as a parent, grandparent, teacher, guardian or friend going through a time of waiting and longing for someone who was once close to you to come back home to your friendship? to your love, to your household. Remember the pain of separation, the anxiety, the concern and the hope, the long days and the even longer nights, watching and waiting for the first sign of communication. How you checked your phone over and over again, checking the volume, checking emails, waiting, watching for that first sign of your loved one is about to return or attempting to make contact. Remember the first glimmer of hope, how, while he was still a long way off, the father saw him coming. Remember the surge of emotion, of joy and relief that erupted in your heart, how all the pain and the heartache were overcome with joy he ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms and kissed him tenderly. Old grievances seem to fade into insignificance. They had come back home. No further apologies were needed. It just meant everything to be together again. Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Remember how you just wanted to celebrate this precious and glorious moment to share the good news of their return with family and friends. You are going to have a feast, a celebration, for this child of mine was dead 
and has come back to life, was lost and is found. Perhaps there were those who thought you were too lenient or that you didn't treat the lost one as they deserved. But they didn't seem to appreciate how much you loved them and how it meant everything to you to have them back safe and sound. You now recognize that it was a little moment of unconditional love in which you were reflecting the love of our Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father, for those experiences of unconditional love that have given us a glimpse into your heart and the depth of your love for all your children. How you always carry us in your heart, even when we have gone away from home. We thank you for how far you are prepared to go to manifest that love. How you are prepared to run down the road to meet us, clasp us in your arms, and kiss us tenderly. Your gracious love puts a ring on our finger and sandals on our feet and enables us to come home to our best selves. We ask forgiveness for the times when we have been mean and calculating in the love and the goodwill we were shown to others especially those we feel do not deserve it. When we were angry and refused to go into the celebration, we preferred to moan and complain about how they had swallowed up your property he and his women, even though we did not know the full circumstances of their behaviour. Heavenly Father, we pray for all who are estranged from home at this time from your love and the love of family and friends. May this season of Lent be a time of coming to our senses, of coming to realise the greatness of your love, your joy and your delight in welcoming us home again. How at the first sign of our repentance you run down the road to meet us, how you clasp us in your arms and kiss us tenderly. May we all come home to the truth that you are our Father and that all you have is ours. 
we take a moment to take this passage into our hearts. Embrace it as the Father embraced his Son. In silence, let the Father's presence take over. Let God's love take over. If you are distracted, you might repeat quietly in your heart a word or phrase from the passage to assist you on this journey into silence and stillness. Perhaps the little phrase clasped him in his arms might help in this regard. We rest our hearts simply and receptively in the presence of God. As we go on our way, we breathe in the sacred words from this passage and breathe out the new life it brings to all whom we meet, work with and live with this coming week.